Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B Ferris, what's going on, my friends? I'ma need a day off. I think I call Ferris. Up. Yes, I'm good. yes, I'm doing good. Ferris has entered the building. I'm doing very well. The chat. Thank you. <laughs> Your timing has gotten has gotten uh quite well with that. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, thank yes. You, thank you worked you. it out quite well. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't make the same mistake twice. There you go. There you go. All right. Listen, it is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. Look, it's the preseason. Um, game two is coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some interesting stories coming up. We got some news, uh, some unfortunate news at Ravens camp. Ravens fighting for their lives already. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. It's it's so it's real heard. out there. It's it's getting real out there. How you how you a little man that weighs 115 pounds soaking wet punch you in the face? It's crazy. <laughs> well, when when you weigh 120, I mean that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the chat. Shout out to Raven Ron. Raven Ron's in the house. It's what up, LBHT? Marlo out. Better be scoring a whole lot of points or get a dominant pass rush. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about it. Just Allo's in the house. Says what up, LBHT crew? I hope everyone is doing well. What's up, Just Allen? <clears throat> MJ's in the house. Is yo, yo, what up, MJ? Ravenville's in the house. Is what's up, LBHT? Hey, thanks for coming through, Ravenville. Our guy Hendo from the Roll Pod says, Happy Wednesday, the best day of the week. Indeed, indeed. Our brother uh, Bazel's in the house. What's up, Bazel? Sixth. <laughs> Bazel's getting other people. Oh, you other people a chance. That's all oh you six, Bazel. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, yes. And shout out to our stream bot. You know, he's 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 putting in that work. Okay. Um, look, uh, we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So make sure you are hit, hitting the like button, all those places, following us, all those places. Also, if you're listening to the audio portion of this or the audio, uh, the audio uh, stream of this, make sure you're giving us a five star review. And if you're into audio podcasts, uh, we're available uh, wherever podcasts are available. So make sure you follow us, download us, all that good stuff. All right. And yes, RIP to Alice Collins. Let's, we can start with that. You know, um, unfortunate. Was it a motorcycle accident? Yeah. 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 yeah oh, very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad. I loved him. I loved him at Arkansas coming out. I was, I was always a big fan of the kid. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. that crazy story in high school. You ever heard of that story? No. Where he's he's signing to like go to Arkansas, right? But his mom jumped the table, snatched the letter of intent from him, and like ran away. Oh. She, didn't, she didn't want him to go to Arkansas, but him and his dad, he said, "Hey, I want to go to Arkansas," but she was like, "No, you not." <laughs> and, and then they had to like, be like, "Moms, give me back the letter of intent. Like, I gotta go." That's crazy. and then like at Arkansas, there's this play where it was like fourth and twenty-five, and they throw it to their tight end, and he's short. And they tackle him, and he like throws the ball back. He's like th- he's like falling. He throws it back, right? And he just falls in Alex Collins' hands, and he gets twenty six yards. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey. Yeah. But yeah, uh, gone too soon. You know, rest in peace to him, and you know, uh, condolences out to him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, let me give a salute to Jared Green for a donation, the early donation. <clears throat> Says, "What's up, everyone? What's up with you, Jared? Yeah, thanks for What's thanks up, for the Jared? donation. Shout out to you. And if you want to be awesome like Jared." Right. That's this is how we do our super chats here. There are two ways you can do that. One right in the corner next to Ferris, dollar sign LBHT show. 
That is our cash app. Also, the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements page. Both ways, you leave a donation, leave your comment, and you get a nice little animation right next to me. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yolanda B's in the house. What's going on, Yolanda? Good evening, Yolanda? everyone. Hey, shout out to you. Uh, Matt D's in the house says, Greetings, people. Greetings to you. MBT Sports says, What's up, LBHT? I want a Montgomery, Alabama, John Harbaugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh look 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 it's too early for that it's too early for that you guys know how we feel about john harbaugh we're not the biggest john harbaugh fans but the season hasn't started yet you can't go for his neck yet all right not yet um but yes we are going to talk about uh the preseason games uh last week you know we'll do a quick recap and we'll talk about the upcoming games uh there's a reason why ferris is here okay his team might be playing somebody else's team on the screen here all right yeah so we're going to be discussing that um get a little breakdown of, of, of giants camp as well what's up marco g marco g's in the house says what's good fellas who needs all pro marlo when you have brandon stevens <laughs> what's his face and that other dude <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and a special shout out to ddsq I, I believe it was ddsq you you are you and your and your wife are expecting soon i believe I believe uh, I think you said a couple of days. So congratulations. Congratulations. I, I finally figured out why it's why what's the cue from? I finally understood it now. Just now he already a, explained it. It wasn't a puzble. I mean it's right there in the in the I, avatar, I missed right? I missed I missed I missed every when week he explained Ferris it, reminds us that he doesn't listen to the show. Oh sorry. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> <day>. <laughs> Monday. Monday. Okay, okay Monday. Doesn't wow. Yes, congratulations, yes. man. Congratulations. I, I, shout I, found, out to I figured it out by just looking at his profile pic. Good job. Good yeah. job. Yeah. He, he put it all together. Way to, way to not, go listen, not listening, just, you know, just doing your own investigation. That was a, that was a good, tough good. solve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salute to Agent A mind, A mind vendor. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing before we start, you know, I want to bring up our point system, right? Yes. Uh, we do loyalty points every week. Um, I don't see Chocolate Lady capping here. She won the drawing, right? Yeah, she did, and has apparently quit the show since then. I don't <laughs> no, know. I haven't I, seen her. We yeah, okay. We'll, we will see her. We'll, we'll or if you guys see Chocolate Lady Cap in the chat, just let her know that she won the drawing uh, for this month. Agent E actually won last month's drawing. Um, look, we give out two. We give out two prizes. Two prizes. Okay. One is for the person that has the most lo loyalty points at the end of the month, right? And I know, uh, I know, Ferris tries his best to scare away people. Okay, what? Because it's a brief competition, huh? You, you know, <laughs> donations get you points. Um, commenting Donation. in the chat gets you points. Um, you know, just watching the show gets you points. Signing up for our newsletter is an easy way to get a thousand points. There's all kinds of ways to get points. But yes. the person with the most amount of points at the end of the month gets a prize but we also do a drawing all you need for that drawing is a thousand points and that's easy to get okay yes. so um you know keep participating if you know if you don't have money to donate you don't need to you don't need to donate a dime just be active in the chat be active you know you can you can submit questions if we read your questions on air that's another way to uh, get points just be active in the community and you'll get enough points to be eligible for a prize every month all right What's up, Big Reg? Big Reg in the house. Marcus Payne's in the house. Salute to you guys, man. Thanks for coming through. All right, look, we got a lot to get to. We got a hardened story to get to as well. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. All right, but first, 
We like to start every show with a black history fact, and B has a black history fact for you. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you all know this. I'm sure most people do or, or had an idea of it. But the, during the Civil War, uh, obviously a lot of black people fought. You know, black people fought for the South. They were kind of voluntold by uh, by owners. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people volunteered to, to fight for the North as well. And they well, they fought in what was known as the United States Colored Troops. Uh, they're about 178,000 strong. And they were actually a kind of a precursor to the Buffalo Soldiers, uh, you know, we've talked about on, on the show before. But one of those uh, U.S. Colored Troops in particular, John H. Murphy Sr., who was born into slavery and, and, like I said, fought in the Civil War, uh, afterwards actually founded one of the first black newspapers in the U.S. called the, it's known as the Afro, uh, but it was called like the Afro-American, uh, and it's located in Baltimore, and it was founded on August 13th, 1892, uh, and it is still in, in, in operations today. Uh, out over on West Austin Street in Baltimore. Uh, so they they have been active in, you know, uh, campaigning for civil rights for black people uh, and and just getting getting news out about obviously things going on in, in the in the country and in the city in particular to begin with, uh, informing the, the public about, you know, laws that, that were uh, put forth to try and essentially take rights away from black people, you know, keep segregation going, those kind of things. Uh, and they, they've been able to expand since then. I don't know if you remember, though, and this is what caught my eye as well, when we talked about Percy Julian Love. Do you remember who that is? Um, he was he was a he was a, a, um, a journalist or something, wasn't he? No, 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 not not Mr. Love. He was a scientist, a chemist. Uh, and he, he, his work led to, uh, like cortisone and corticosteroids and, yes. uh, and, and birth control. Uh, oh, nice. Percy Julian Love at one point when he was, when he was, uh, a professor, things got a little messy. Uh, he was, he was calling out, you know, some of his colleagues, uh, and then he was actually, oops, my bad. That's my alarm there because I'm usually not off yet. Uh, he was also uh, having an affair with the wife of one of his colleagues. Oh. And so that colleague, obviously upset, uh, <laughs> took, some, <laughs> took some personal letters uh, of Percy's to a newspaper to have them published. And, and it, it, it you know kicked off this whole scandal, forced him to, re to resign. And that paper was actually the Afro in Baltimore who published those letters and got all that pressure put on on Mr. Love and, and had him uh, had him out looking for a job, looking for work. Yeah, we did his we did his Black History Fact is either on the day of or or the day after his birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 very yeah. close. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember. I remember. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, so but, the Afro American, a uh, a black owned, black run uh, newspaper in Baltimore. Uh, since 1892, still going strong today. Hey, salute, salute, and salute to Danny. This, thanks for coming through, Danity. Danny says, "Hey, y'all, welcome to the stream. Hit right the like." Got to restart the computer. I'll be right back. All right, okay. okay. Uh, Danny says, "Hit the like button and subscribe." Kings and queens, indeed. Salute, salute. We got Megan in the house. Says, "Greetings, boys. Getting my YouTube channel organized, but 
I'm listening. Hey, thanks for coming through, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Let me uh, let me go ahead and put that up. There it is, and oh. now we are done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Always, always forgetting. Yeah, always yeah, forgetting. yeah. You know, she keeps reminding us we need a producer. <laughs> this this is true. Um, okay, <clears throat> let's get into camp. Um, I, I I didn't look at all the notes from today, but the big news obviously was Marlon mm-hmm. Humphrey getting hurt. Yep. Right. And they're saying he could miss, you know, four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it could be worse. That's all I could say. It could be worse. It's it's not the it's not the end of the world by any stretch. I still have high expectations from this defense. Look, man, when you invest that much in, especially in the secondary, an injury like this is pretty minor, all things considered. Yeah. You know, um, we got we have two more weeks of preseason football, and then um, I don't know. Is there like a gap in between that and, and the start of the season? No, no I think it goes right it into it. Goes right in. All right, so yeah, he might miss, might miss the first two, three, maybe even four games. Um, I don't care. Better win. You know, we have two really good safeties back there, and look, man, you you got you you pay a lot of money to Roquan Smith. You know, we kept uh, Patrick Queen, first round pick, you know, um, put a lot of draft picks into the, the D line as well. So get it done. You know, it sucks, but he'll be there for, you know, he'll be back for the for the rest of the season. And I mean, if he misses four, even five games, that's still 12 games left for for, you know, for him to, to play at a high level. So. I'm not that worried about that. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks, but by no means is the end of the world. And again, it's it's another thing that they could have avoided by <laughs> signing a quarterback by by signing Darius uh, Darius Slay, right? Yeah. Um, or trading for or or, for, or trading for Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they put themselves in a situation, but you know, Didn't I really Jaylen don't Ramsey care. Jalen Ramsey go for like a fourth, something like that. A fourth or a fifth or something. It wasn't the first. Oh, and shout out to Ferris. Ferris, I, I, my bad, man. You 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 made two uh, you made two donations. No, I just replayed it. Just oh, you replayed it. it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Thanks, I see Ferris. it. I see it. Yes, he says. He says. I love the Black History Fact segment. It is my favorite part. Yes, That's for you, Hendo. Yes, <laughs> and and Ferris also loves staying staying number one in the points. He does. <laughs> That's what he loves more than anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I've seen a lot of kind of doom and gloom from Ravens fans uh, about this injury, and and I understand. You know, he's the only reliable, uh, he's the only known quantity at corner right now. Uh, Rocky Sin mm-hmm. has been a decent player, you know, throughout his career. He's been, uh, you know, up and down, but he's been okay. Uh, but he's been hurt since he's been in Baltimore. Uh, and then some gaggle of misfits. Uh, you got the, you got Jalen Armour Davis, you got Pepe Williams, you got Caillou Blue Kelly, uh, you know, Stanford and, and, and yeah, assorted, yeah. assorted other guys. But you, you don't know what you're going to get from them. So Ravens fans are, are understandably upset. But like you said, it's not a season ending in- injury. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It is August 16th, right? If he misses four weeks, that's September 16th. So he's missed a game. Right. Uh, you know, he said if it, if it extends beyond that, yeah, maybe he misses uh, two or three. But they have a, a fairly easy opening schedule. Uh, they start out with Houston, 
Uh, obviously, the, the Bengals is a big game, but you could you could lose that Bengals game with Marlon Humphrey. Like he's, you know, he he's he's lit up that secondary when you were healthy before too. Yeah. Um, and then they have. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, here. The Colts. The well, Colts. Yeah. With the with with their rookie uh, quarterback who has little to no experience actually playing football. Uh, and a question mark at their star running back position. Yes. Yes, a rather large question mark at their at their running back position, and then you've got Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, who apparently is still struggling in training camp. Uh, right. Has not been able to get back on track and back to his his form from his Houston days. So I don't, I'm not worried about. I, I would still expect them to come out of that stretch three and one at the worst. Wow. Let me read this comment real quick from DDSQ. Thanks for the donation. It says, thanks for the well wishes. We are extremely excited. Indeed. Um, Ravens drafted three corners the last two years. Let them play. Pass rush has to step up. Love the show. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do, do we think they're going to step up? No, I don't think they're particularly good. But this is where this is where the front office is supposed to make their money, right? This is where this is where we we shower yes. EDC with all all this praise, mm-hmm. right? He needs to go out there and prove us wrong and say, "Hey, uh, we know what we're doing by drafting using all twelve of our draft picks and getting all these players. Um, they're going to fill in uh, quite nicely while you know Marlon Humphrey is out. That that's what needs to happen. And if they don't, he needs to get criticized for it. And you know, Harbaugh needs to get criticized too. I mean, you're the coach. You need to be developing this this young talent. So it's it's time. I mean, no excuses. No excuses does not it does not only apply to Lamar Jackson. I know everybody's saying that for Lamar because he just got paid. No excuses is for everybody on this yeah. team. Absolutely. Yeah, because you know the GM and the coach locked in their star player, right? They convinced them to stay. So now now the job is really done. Like you've convinced them to stay. Now it's your time to use him in the proper manner to win games and Super Bowls. All right. Yeah. You can't, you know, he can just, you can't, he, Lamar Jackson can walk on the field and win you a game or two. Yeah. But you need, he needs a team to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You can't do that. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the uh, rest of the, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really discuss what happened in the game. We, we kind of did it on Coach's show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ravens look fine. You know, they look fine overall. I think the offense they they moved the ball fairly well. Did Not you guys have most of your starters in? No, 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 no. no? Lamar no. didn't play at all. Lamar no. didn't play. Uh, obviously, J.K. Dobbins was still on the pub list at that point. Mm-hmm. Odell didn't play. Bateman didn't play. Uh, Zay Flowers played a little bit. So it was a depth uh, game. It was really like a yeah, depth game. The the, the O line didn't have any any of their starters out there. I believe. Yeah. I mean, you know, the eventual Possibly. starter at left guard is, was out there at some yeah. point. We don't know who it was, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ronnie Linderbaum, Zeitler, Moses. Is that is that the the Simpson uh, Sala battle? Yeah, Sim- left yes. guard position. Yes. Yo, I yes. have a question: Is that do they not think Sala can play right tackle at all? Like no, like at all? Because he not. played. He he was a start. He was the right tackle at Oregon. Like he was, yeah. I mean, you know, most most tackles in college have to move inside in the NFL. Uh, at least starting out, he's yeah. apparently getting his ass whooped on the inside right now. So I don't think mm-hmm. they want to put too much more on his plate. Uh, they've got, yeah, uh, Falele is another guy who's kind of in the mix there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, obviously he he plays right tackle as well. But they're they throwing him in that competition at left guard. And I don't want to discount uh, Patrick Ricard. Uh, I know he's a bit of a dark horse, but. They threw him in that competition as well. So, you know. 
Got another we'll donation. We got another donation from Anonymous. Not so anonymous. Says, what's up, LBHT crew? Ravens fans been being all gloom and doom. As a Steelers fan, I'm here for it. Hope you guys have a great show. And FYI, I didn't cuss on stream. Hashtag LBHT's crew. <laughs> I, I just I have no idea who that could possibly be. We have so many. <laughs> So many Steelers fans watching the show. Uh, but thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yes, yes, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um yeah, you know, the O line, I mean, listen, obviously, if, if you watch the Ravens roundup, that was that was the big thing when Nitro came on and we talked about uh Ben Cleveland. I I think that that kind of that, that whole discussion is out of hand. Nobody thinks highly of Ben Cleveland, right? Yeah. But you know, uh th- there aren't too many great options. At that position, you know, we talked about yeah. Salah. Coach, uh, you know, he broke down in detail why Salah is not good. Uh, he said John Simpson did play uh, play well in that game, but mm-hmm. overall, we still don't know about about him. And you know, Ben Cleveland, I, I don't know. I'm not even sure if he's getting. I mean, it doesn't look like he's getting reps at left guard, so maybe he's out of that race. Right? Yeah. They, they had him playing a right guard and a right tackle, and you know, uh, there's a bait how well he played on. Last Sunday or Saturday, he didn't play bad, but again, that you're, you're playing against other, other uh, third and four stringers, yeah. yeah. So, and and Ronnie Stanley also misses some time, right? They say you know he's he's should par be good the, par for the course. Yeah, well, I mean, he played; he was healthy last year. Oh. Yeah, but he's he's hurt again right now, uh, mm-hmm. an undisclosed injury. So we'll see what that means. Uh, I don't know if. They rehired Steve Saunders, and none of us were paying attention. But maybe clean out the rest of your uh, your, your strength and conditioning and your, and your training crew mm-hmm. as well, because it is it is unbelievable uh, what goes on in Baltimore every single year. Uh, I mean, as far as the left guard position, you know, Salah's a what, sixth round rookie. Uh, mm-hmm. John Simpson, he he's been a starter in the league before. Uh, I don't think anybody's saying he's great, but you know he was a, he was a starter on a Raiders team that won ten games a couple of years ago. Uh, so you know he obviously didn't sink them. Uh, I, I, if I had to guess right now, I think my money would be on Simpson mm-hmm. to, to to potentially be the starter. But they they really needed to address that that position as well as the cornerback position, which is why we kind of you know give EDC so much heat, right? Like you've got Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Uh, and then you even look at like Delshawn Phillips, a lot of people like Josh Ross, uh, you have Malik Harrison, and you used your second pick on Trenton Simpson, an inside right. linebacker, right? As a, when you know you have a massive hole at corner, you know you've got a hole at left guard, and it's just it's, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, you know they they didn't attack that position in free agency at all, right? They didn't. Uh, you know, as far as we know, didn't look into any any possible trades for for a guy who could step in and 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 play that position. They just said, "Hey, y'all have at it." Yeah, man. And you know, it kind of you know they had well, they had a very easy job at guard for like ten years. When you find a random kid from Iowa in the sixth round, and you're like, "Yeah, let's see if he works out." Oh snap, he's a Hall of Famer. Cool. And then for the next twelve years, you don't ever address it because you don't need to. Now it's like, oh snap! How do I find another guard? He wasn't a sixth rounder. I said that's what I was told. No, what? You were you're, told? Talking about, you're talking about yeah. Yonder, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, he was like second or third. Yeah, he's sec- I I he was second. I was lied to. I was lied to by a Ravens fan. No, wow. so, yeah, stick around it. Because he got drafted the same year as Ben Grubbs. Ben Grubbs going wow. the first round. I think Yana went in the second yeah. or third. Yeah. yeah. Third. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Handel. Third round. Third, third round. round. Got it. Yeah. Um, but listen. Oh, and, and Simpson is hurt. Lovely. Right. Wait, wait. <laughs> both Simpson? Know. So the, they have two Simpsons. Uh, no, no, no. Not uh, Trent, John, not, John, John Simpson, the, yeah. the left guard. So Simpson yeah. is hurt, but Trent. He's still, Simpson. he's fine. Okay. He's fine. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I've been saying it. Uh, you know, EDC gets, he's getting credit based off of what Ozzy Newsom did for this team. Uh, I just haven't been impressed with anything that EDC has done at this point. Okay. Trent's um, hurt. Huh? Oh, Trenton. Trent's okay. hurt. Oh, Trenton's hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. John isn't hurt. Oh, okay. Trent, Trenton being, I mean, listen, I, I hope he's okay and I hope he comes back healthy really soon, but Trenton being hurt doesn't really mean much of anything for the Ravens. Yeah, because right? yeah. Yeah, they already have the two linebackers. No impact there. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know why you drafted him, period. It made no sense. To replace Patrick Queen. Yeah. Eventually. Next right? year. Yeah, ne- next okay. year, because okay. they're, they're not going to want to. Because they're not, not going to pay him. him. Yeah, okay. they they did not unfortunately replace the left guard that they lost this year, right? So, you know. that, but that's that's the thing that 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 irks me, right? What was the plan there? You know, Van Cleveland, but you're not even giving him any any reps there. It seems like Baltimore is one of those teams where their plan is always it's always uh, to get lucky. Essentially, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll acquire a bunch of picks. Uh, on day three and we'll just we'll draft a whole bunch of players and somebody's gonna pop because because you know law averages they have to and you know if it doesn't work out next year we'll just we'll draft a bunch more guys and if it doesn't work out next year we'll draft a bunch more until somebody sticks as opposed to going out there proactively trying to to fill that that position you know thankfully they finally did that a wide receiver Right, yeah. and, you, and and I think they only did that because they were, you know Lamar yeah. Lamar put so much pressure on them, you know, uh, in the negotiations. But you see how easy it was to go from arguably the worst wide receiver room in the league to one of the better ones. I mean, not they're not at the top, but you know, you got Zay, you got Odell, you got Bateman, Aguilar's a nice addition. You got Devin Duvernay in there still. So you know, they they went from what was a glaring weakness to now arguably a strength of the team in one offseason by just making a couple moves uh, that they had just refused to make for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and it can be the same way along the O-line, right? I mean, we saw the Chiefs. They remade their entire O-line in, in an offseason. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore is just not nearly aggressive enough uh, in, in, in trying to fix the, the, the holes on their team. Yeah. All right, got a couple of donations to read here. Shout out to Hendo says, while you were zigging, we were zagging. <laughs> Salute to you. Uh, also, Shug, uh, with the donation, appreciate you, Shug, says, just remember, EDC drafted Lamar and didn't draft Pickens. <laughs> uh, also, that, that's not true either. Uh, EDC didn't draft Lamar. Also, Ferris, always a pleasure seeing that wonderful face on screen. Rodney and Jose, always a pleasure getting to listen to your insight and commentary on all the sports you cover i appreciate it brother i appreciate thank you. that thank you edc did not draft lamar uh ozzy drafted lamar <laughs> um your all your favorite players right now were drafted by uh 
were drafted by Ozzy. Um, Lamar, uh, Mark Andrews, Marlo, um, who else? I think, I think that's about it. That's left. All yeah. right. Now, maybe Zay Flowers might might be that guy. He, he, he seems to be. Like he he looks like it. So, I mean, this this could do, be. Do people still like Ronnie Stanley? Yeah. Some people. Like Ronnie Stanley. You know, him right, to the list. you know, listen. Yeah, Ronnie Stanley. The, the thing about people, the people that are talking about getting rid of Ronnie Stanley, look, man, uh, I know you don't like players getting hurt. You know, it's us they get hurt. Ryan Stanley is one of the best tackles in the league. Yeah. When, when he yeah when he's fully healthy, it's it's not even a competition. Like he's top five. Oh. Yes. Yeah. A, a, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, look, I don't care how long it takes for him to get right. You, you, I mean, just getting rid of him does what? This this is our whole argument the other day. <clears throat> excuse me with um with Ben Cleveland. Excuse me with with Ben with Ben Cleveland. Voice um, changed. Damn. Huh? Your voice changed. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Burn <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you're saying get rid of him, right? But if he's the best option there, will we, you know, what's what's the answer? Right? We can't just say get rid of uh, people that you don't like and you don't have other options, right? Yeah. That doesn't solve the problem. Uh, uh, to be fair to EDC, I, I don't think uh, he has a problem identifying talent at wide receiver the way Ozzy did. Right? Ozzy was he he just he just couldn't draft wide receiver. Yeah, Ozzy was terrible at it. Uh, EDC's problem is a a lack of quantity uh, because he he's drafted good receivers. Right, Marquise Brown is a good receiver, yeah. uh, but they they shipped him off for nothing. You know, Rashad Bateman I think is a, is a talented receiver. Yeah, he hasn't put it all together yet for a full season, but I think he's a very talented guy. Uh, you know, and and Zay Flowers looks like he can be the real deal as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. but you know, it, it's in Baltimore. It's always just been, well, let's get, let's give Prochet one more shot. You know, hey, let's let's see what Tylen Wallace can do. Hey, let's go and 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 just scoop up this veteran that somebody else just cut because we're just not going to make the effort to make it one of the the strengths of the team. Like I said, until this off season, and even this off season. Odell is is a question mark, right? Yeah, if he's back to being fully healthy, that's a great signing. Yeah, uh, but you could have you could have really mitigated uh, the risk there by also signing DeAndre Hopkins, and you had zero interest in him. Yeah, so you know it is what it is. And the yeah. thing with the Boston thing with Ozzy though, like when Anquan Bolden was free, he went after him. When Steve Smith was free, he went after him. Like he 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 would go through like. Veteran established players, yeah, Derek, Derek yeah. Mason. Like the thing with you know, I feel like if Ozzy was still still the gym, he would have went after DeAndre Hopkins. Who'd be like, he could be my next Anquan Bolden type receiver that that I, you know, no yeah. one wants him. He's on the market. EDC was like, I don't want DeAndre Hopkins. Period. Whatever. Yeah, Ozzy recognizes his weaknesses, and you know. And you mitigated it through through free agency. Yes, mm-hmm. Anquan Bolden, Steve Smith, you know Derek Mason. Like, yes, he didn't he didn't draft uh, particularly good wide receivers, but did he? Oh, Tory Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Oh yeah, did get Tory, uh, Tory, yeah. Tory was a good receiver. That's probably Jacoby Brissett. No, Jacoby. No, Jacoby Jones. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Jacoby Jones. Yeah. So, um, look, I, 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 I know people love EDC. They, they, they love. Lacey and and you know they they want to give them all the the chances in the world. I, I like EDC too. 
but I mean, he's, he's not doing well. And I don't make excuses, right? Like don't make excuses for these people. Like he's trying, that's not good enough. He, yeah. he needs, he needs to be successful. He's had a lot of, a lot of tries, a lot of chances, a lot of draft picks, um, getting the Lamar deal done. That's not, that's nothing to pat him on the back over. It should have been done. Okay. Yeah. And, and to your point, like people say that we don't criticize Lamar Jackson, right? That we, 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 we don't uh, point out when he plays poorly, which we do. Uh, yeah. But we're just not into criticizing the best thing on the team instead of the worst thing on the team, right? Uh, but if what we're going to say is, hey, you know, he's trying to 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 fix that cornerback room, he's trying to fix the O-line, uh, you know, kind of back off, give him some credit or whatever. I mean, Lamar's trying to win playoff games too, right? What, why are we saying no excuses for Lamar? He's trying every time he goes out there. So back off. Right. I mean, Mark Andrews, he tries to catch those passes in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the defenders, they try to cover Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And sometimes it just doesn't go their way. Yeah. So, Almost in trial only works in horseshoes and darts and spades. There you go. Words of wisdom from Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we cover everything? I think that's 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 it. I mean, but the game's supposed to be on Monday. Against the commanders, like the commanders, they got some talent over there too. That cornerback was giving them fits. Ford, Ford. yeah, no, nah, he he he, that dude, he that yeah. dude. And I mean, the only got, reason he, he got burned he a couple of times, but yes, oh, yeah. he, he played well. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's his weight. Yeah, you can you can bump and shove him around and and like beat him off the press if you uh, punch him if, in the face too. If you punch want him, yeah, apparently. punch him in the face if you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's why he wasn't like a like a, the best corner in the draft because mm. he was like. They were saying he was 165 pounds. That's what they were saying. But you know how colleges flub certain stuff. I pro- yeah. I think he was probably 140, 145. That's not yeah. even, no, that's not even an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give him 150. I'll give him 150. Now, look, I do. I'll say this. I do like what I'm seeing from Tylen Wallace in this this offseason. Uh, very aggressive, right? Um, he played well in, in the last preseason game. He, he looked he looked pretty solid from what I saw in their uh, joint practice. And yes, you know, getting into it was it was it Forbes that he hit? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah Forbes yeah. hit him and he yeah. responded. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, look, I like that man. I, I like that. Uh, we'll see if he can build off of that. You know. Yeah, uh, Talon Wallace, man. He was he, played, he was he was pretty good at Oklahoma State. He was there. Mm-hmm. He was he was their receiver one. Um, you know, he did have a couple of drops. You know, you know, in four years, I think he had like, I don't know, I don't know the stats. I'm not gonna bring you up to you, but he had a couple of drops in his senior season. But then he like tore his like he didn't he tear his ACL? Was he or he broke something or something? I don't think that did he, he get did. injured. I don't think so. I think so. I thought, I, fine. I, I thought, did he get injured? No, I thought he got injured in the draft. He he fell because he was injured. I don't believe so. I thought okay. he was fine and he just. Was the next round? I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. No. <laughs> well, no. Well, the only thing the Big Twelve knows how to make are receivers. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I think I, I thought, I thought he felt. Disagree with you. That's also true. But this, this is what I want to see. I want to <laughs> see Jason White wouldn't. But I, I want to see these other wide receivers on the. I, I want to see these other wide receivers on the roster. You know, <laughs> play. You know, step up, right? Yeah. Because you, you have, you have some talent at the top there. And it's a battle for that last spot, yeah. you know, or even for playing time. Because Duvernay, you know, he's he's battling too. Duvernay understands, hey, if I want to get on the field, 
I have to show out, and this is what we need, right? Yeah, Tylen is he's battling for that sixth spot, honestly, uh, between him and Laquan Treadwell and Dante Demas, and you know, uh, well, they already cut Makai Polk, um, so whoever else they have in in camp right now. I don't think that you're going to see a whole lot from them this year, just because they did remake the top of that, of that, that group. And, you know, Odell Bateman flowers are locked in as the top three. I think, I think it's a no brainer for, for Aguilar to be kind of the next man up. And, and Devin Duvernay, I think is going to get play. He's going to get moved around all over the formation and, and just kind of be used as a mismatch guy and get to use his speed and, and strength. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, Whoever grabs that last spot, obviously they're going to have to contribute on special teams, but I think they're they're really going to be, unfortunately, waiting for an injury uh, to get any kind of significant play on offense. So, All right. So Tyler oh, wait, wait, wait. did tear his ACL, but it was the it was the year prior to him declaring because he was supposed to declare his junior year, but he tore his ACL. So then he came okay. back for another year, and he didn't fully didn't well. recover, and yeah. his stock fell because of the injury concern. Thank you, Ferris. Appreciate that. All right. uh, I want to shift over to Panthers and Giants. But before we do that, um, I want to throw a question out there, right? Because seeing uh, the the Ravens and the Commanders practice, and this really should be an annual game, not in preseason. It should be an actual game, the Battle of the Beltway, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, But seeing them practice and they're getting ready to play, we talked about Airbnb last week and how some of the players think he's he's, he's a little too intense, Right. Oh my God. Um, How was he held that today? Do we feel? I'm asking Ravens fans. Do we feel better about getting Todd Munkin over mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy? Are you feeling good? Because look, a uh, lot of positive news so far about Todd Munkin. Watched the game last week. Uh, obviously, you're not getting the full, the full uh, picture of the offense, but it did look like they actually practiced passing. But that, you know, I feel like that was going to happen with any other coordinator we got. Yeah. That's not named Giro, but you know, I I think the the players are receptive to it. Would you still rather have Eric Bieniemy, or are you are you good with the with the Munkin pick? Go ahead, um, what do you think? I I I would I would be happy either way because I know it was a college system with Todd Munkin, but he out here making people named Lad McConkey. 100 yard receivers you know what i mean like he knows how to put his players in positions of success like he was given like he was given gold by georgia because all the five-star recruits you know just like smattering like you have a backup who's a five-star recruit like you know what i mean like their three tight ends they're all gonna get drafted and the best tight end is still on the team just because he wasn't you know draft eligible because he was like only 20 and he, he had he has to be a junior um he, he was given gold and he and he kept the Ferrari moving. He kept the Ferrari moving. He put the certain members in Georgia to be successful. He's like, Lad McConkey's very fast. I'm going to get him on screen plays, quick uh, quick shouts, and just take it all the way because he's going to use his speed. He mitigated the risk of Stenton Bennett. You know what I mean? Because during the duel with uh, with CJ Stroud, I think CJ Stroud played phenomenally. Yes. I think there was moments where Stetson could have, you know, he there's little shaky moments. And he's lucky that that kicker went, he missed it because I think, you know, Ohio State wins that game. If Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't get injured, it's, I, I, I to this day, I, I think it's a guarantee. And the Georgia player was like, we need to take this dude out. And they did. 
and they uh but yeah he's gonna put his players he's gonna realize which receiver is good at a certain thing you know zay flowers uh people think because he's tiny he's a he's definitely a slot receiver but he never played slot at boston college he was Boston College outside wide receiver. So so you have you know you have Odell and him on the outside. And then you know, you know, if Rashad Bateman's fully healthy, well, what what is he gonna do? That's another outside receiver. You're gonna bump somebody inside somehow. Um, I did see Mark Andrews. Um apparently he was pissed at practice. Mm-hmm. Apparently he took off his helmet and like smashed it. I don't know why. Yeah. Probably because he's finally realizing that he's not gonna get all the targets, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's seeing the writing on the wall. But he needs to also, but he, he needs to realize like um, Tom M- Munkin's favorite weapon at Georgia was Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers was that guy. So I think Mark Andrews is going to love this game. Um, and I, I just think, you know, I'm, you know, either or. And Eric Bieniemy, man, anybody like he, he, him or Tom Munkin, y'all would y'all would have won either way. Yeah, y'all would have yeah. won either way. I, I think that uh, that Munkin, you know, Munkin's fine, but I just don't like the way that the, the, the keep talking about Eric Bieniemy, right? Like Todd Munkin was in the NFL previously; uh, mm-hmm. he was a coordinator with uh, both Cleveland and Tampa Bay. There was some there was some heat on his name, right, in terms of him being a, a uh, head coach candidate and all this, and it didn't happen for him. You know, it didn't it didn't go great uh, when he was an offensive coordinator in the NFL, and he went down to the college ranks. And kind of built himself back up, and that's cool. And now he's behind, he's back in the NFL. Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator for two Super Bowl champions, yeah. right? And and look, even if there is an issue with his attitude, the way he he, he handles players, even if that's true, uh, you know, I'm not saying I'm not trying to excuse that, but the media would cover that up because he's a winner. Because he's a winner, if it was another coach. Uh, and it feels like because it's Eric enemy, you know, they're they're just kind of riding that narrative of people don't like him, he's difficult to work with, and blah blah blah. And it's it's just not going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, with with other coaches, I mean, Matt Patricia seemed like the biggest a hole, right? Right. But he got a lot of cover in the media, uh, despite him also having off the field issues in his past. Off the field um, issues. But, he also had issues with the media. Mm-hmm. Also, had, and obviously, had issues with his Darius players. Slay. Yeah, right. But Darius but Slay. but but he but he was a winner, right? Yeah. He was he was a coordinator for Bill Belichick, and he won a lot. So so shut up, mm-hmm. you right. know. But Airbnb doesn't get that same treatment, uh, you know. So it, it, to answer, you know, long story short, to answer the question, I would rather the guy who was an offensive coordinator for two Super Bowl champions. Yep, yeah, same same here. Give, give me Airbnb. That's a good point. Yeah. Give, give me Eric Bianami. Um, These coaches aren't players' friends. It's the same thing I tell my kids. I'm not your friend, yeah, right? Parent, I'm yeah. your father. I'm your father. <laughs> I don't care if you like me, right? Like, like who who told you that we had to like each other? I I'm your father. I I'm, I'm doing what's best for you, right? Um, same thing with the coaches. It, it's great if if they get along and and there's good chemistry there. Like you want that, mm-hmm. but. At the end of the day, their job is to produce a good offense, and I think Eric Bieniemy does that. I think he's going to produce a good offense for the Commanders, right? Um, yeah, it's intense. He's intense. He he's been to four Super Bowls, right? They won. They or yeah, three Super Bowls. Three, three, they won three yeah. Super Bowls and won two and won yes. two Super Bowls. Yes. yes. So 
he's you know he's been he's been like four or five AFC championships, you know. So Wait, did yeah. the first was the first one was he the coordinator for the first one? Um, mm, well, that was um, was that Matt Nagy? Nagy, I think Nagy was the coordinator for the first one, maybe in the first two. Or Wait. or was he the coordinator for both of them? He was, and uh, if you're talking about the Super Bowl win, then the enemy was the coordinator for both of these Super Bowl championships, I believe. Yes. Yeah. He, no, he definitely was. So he was he the did. coordinator for all three then? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. But the AFC championship, the AFC oh, yeah, title yeah. games, yeah, he wasn't coordinator for all of them. Yeah. But either way, man, he's, he's done a lot of winning. He, he's been around um, and called plays for a lot of uh, winning te- winning games. Um, you know, high power offenses. So he knows what it takes. And I don't care if he's intense. Um, I welcome that here. They that's that's what we need. We we're so used to not executing out there, right? I want somebody that's going to hold you accountable on every snap. So when they go out there in games, it looks it looks easy. I mean, look, look the at the Chiefs. Treated, look at the way he treated Adrian Peterson when he was his running back coach. Everyone knew that this kid, this kid was special. Yeah, this was this kid was otherworldly. Eric Bieniemy was like, "You late five minutes. You late a minute. I'm on your ass. Why are you late? Oh God, coach, I was getting my my gloves. I don't care. Why are you late? Yeah, yeah. Touch line. Go. Yeah. And, and he's and just see, watching Adrian Peterson run because he's like, "You was a minute. You were late. You want to be a champion or do you want to be late? What do you want to be?" And like these just videos of him just pounding Adrian Peterson. Like, do you want to be great? I mean, look, like, you don't do want to go overboard, be? obviously. Right? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but yeah. But this, but this is an example of what me and Daniel in the in the chat says. How much of that was B enemy and how much was Reed? The league didn't ask that question to Matt Nagy. The league didn't ask that question of Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. The league's not really asking that question of Mike Kafka. They just get jobs, right? And the, for Eric B enemy, it's like, oh well, how much did you really do? And oh, maybe maybe Pat doesn't like you so much. And you know, oh, remember that thing that happened? You know, a few decades ago in college. Like, right. it, it, he doesn't get the same treatment. Also, too, as, as if, you, if you listen to the broadcasts, like they're slick with it. If you listen to it, where when Eric Bienemy does, or like the Chiefs offense does something great, they always they say Eric Bienemy's name now, but they always throw Andy Reid's name into it as well. Like they, they throw both of them together. Yeah. But I remember watching a Cincinnati Bengals game, and Zach Taylor's the head coach, and Joe Mixon goes, or like the, they go for like a 70 yard touchdown. They don't bring up Zach Taylor at all. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about Zach Taylor. They say, y'all know who, who drew up that play? That youngster in that booth right there, that young up-and-coming offensive coordinator. I think it's something Callahan or whatever his name is. I think it's Brian Callahan's son. And they talk about how he drew up that play, yeah, how yeah. he executed that play. It was his idea. Oh, but it, but it, when Eric, if Eric Bieniemy did that 70-yard touchdown drawing play, it was him and Andy. But when the Cincinnati Bengals do it, it's just the offensive coordinator, not Zach Taylor, who was an offensive coordinator in mm-hmm. in L.A., but really, was he the offensive coordinator in L.A.? Was he, though? Was he, though? Because we all know Sean McVay does the play calling. I mean, but, it, it, but Zach Taylor got a job. And Zach Taylor didn't call plays. Yeah, and, and, and it's despite Andy Reid telling you, no, he's calling the plays. Yeah, Andy yeah. Reid is literally telling you, yeah. I don't call plays. It's a tactic because yeah. they know. They know the NFL – Still has a a a racial uh problem a, a race problem right they don't hire nearly enough uh black coaches coordinators front office people they know that right and somebody who's obviously due long overdue for 
a head coaching job still isn't getting the calls, they know that people are going to question it, right? So they try to preempt it by saying, oh, well, he's not really. He wasn't really calling the plays. You know, we all know it's Andy Reid, right? He's difficult to work with. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, he's just he's just Not a good interview. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a good interview. Despite Jerry Jones coming out and being like, well, them interviews don't mean anything. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, uh, yeah, there's a a reason why he's still out there. You know, is Bill Belichick not difficult to work with? I I don't I I hear also hear horror stories working with Bill Belichick. Like be act like people, you know, working with Bill is like all sunshine and rainbows. There are plenty of bad coaches out there that get hired and fired and more Mm -hmm. bad coaches get hired. Okay, because, you know, it's it's only the black coaches that have to prove their worth. These other Mm -hmm. coaches get it uh, through nepotism and nepotism only. Yeah. We got one. We got one on our team. Todd Munkin. What, what did what did Harbaugh say? I didn't watch his. I didn't, I didn't watch his tape. Right. I heard about him at the dinner table. Well, oh yeah, shout out to DDS because uh, Zach Taylor, Mike McDaniel, Michael Lafleur, Kevin O'Connell, they were all um, Sean McVay's offensive coordinators. Everyone in the NFL knows who calls the plays in LA. No one mm-hmm. debates it. It's Sean McVay. The offensive coordinator was basically his glorified assistant. Yeah, and everybody wants the guys who have been around him because yeah. they think he's an offensive genius. The same reason that Mike Kafka was getting head coaching interviews because he was around Andy Reid. But, you know, not not Eric. We don't yeah, want yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah. The, we the want, QB the, we coach. want the other guys. The QB yeah. coach. We want the other guys. Yeah, who 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 has – and also, too, I think, like, during the, uh, the QB show, you know, when they were talking about, like, Oh, why isn't Eric Bieniemy talking to Patrick Mahomes? Why isn't he talking to Patrick Um, And why is Matt Nagy talking to him? Uh, I'll tell you why. Matt Nagy, QB coach. His job, QB. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator. His job, total offense. <laughs> offensive I, coordinator. Why didn't that, I, I wish we put the pressure on Giro like this? I, I wish that the media put the pressure on Giro like this. But didn't we ever see Lamar talk to Giro? Yeah, like people be like, people like, why is the offensive coordinator not talking to Patrick Mahomes? Because he's the offensive coordinator. He has to talk to the linemen, the receivers. Then he'll talk to um, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You act like the, the, the offense was just Patrick Mahomes. And also, too, Eric Bieniemy was probably also talking about the, to the running back because he predominantly, primarily was a former running back, by the way, great Colorado Buffalo. Point that out. Shout out to you and Derek Higgin. Um, so, you know, he's also talking to the running backs. So Matt Nagy's doing his job. QB coach with QBs. Offensive coordinator with the total offense on the sidelines. Why is that so hard to, for people to, to like? Why is that so hard for people to wrap around the concept? I well, don't understand. Because like, they put oh, out a racist. show that that, that edited and, and yeah. showed Matt Nagy talking to Pat Mahomes. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what? And and I remember when people were like, "Yo, Matt Nagy's not a good head coach." When he was in Chicago, they're like, "Oh, he's not very good." Yeah, right. So I like like watch Matt Nagy get another head coaching job. Mm. He will. Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man, that, that took a turn. Right. <laughs> I didn't think we spend so much time on that, but that was a good conversation. All but right, beware of Sam Howell without Marlon Humphrey out there. Y'all gonna get lit up. Uh, moving on, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, wait, before before we get there, 90 people in here, hit that like button if you're new, hit the subscribe button. Man, you guys are coming back. Football's around the corner. Look at that. Look at that. Everybody, everybody is, is coming back. If you if you went away for a little while and you're, you're coming back, I just I just want to I just want to you know rub it in your face a little bit that you missed a great time 
at our roundup meet and greet. Okay. Uh, we were there. Ferris was there. All right. Coach Evans was from Sip to Tally Films. Hendo from the Rogue Pod. Chris just joking from Deep Cover Podcast. We're all in attendance. OTR Mike. OTR Mike. Yes. OTR Brandon. OTR Brandon. OTR uh, Quan. OTR Quan. Yes. A, a lot of people were there. Justin just P Allo. was there. Just Aloe. Yes. Just Aloe. Danny guy, just Aloe. Aloe. Yeah. My guy. So a lot of people were there and we had a lot of fun. Um, there's pictures up there on um, all, all over uh, social media. But look, there'll be another one. Okay. There'll be another one. If, if you're just coming back and you're like, wait, what, what happened? What, what, what went down now? Yes. We had a, a, a great turnout for our, our roundup beat and greet. Um, and uh, it was so good. There's a demand for another one. So I'm not going to say when, but when we announce, just know when we say you want to get your tickets, you want to get your tickets. All right. Okay. Panthers versus Rave, uh, uh, versus Giants. Uh, this is why Ferris is here. Giant, uh, Giants are your team, Ferris. Okay. You are a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are you guys looking so far? I didn't look at your first preseason game. How are you looking? How do you feel about the team so far? Um, well, it was just a bunch of backups and third stringers and fourth stringers. I really, you know, you, I was just evaluating depth. Like, how's our depth? And our depth is not very good. <laughs> not very good at all. Um, a lot of a lot of the receivers played because there's like a million of them. Um, so all of them played. I saw Isaiah Hodgins out there. Jalen Hyatt was out there. Um, Colin Johnson was out there, Jamison, Cole Beasley. The only receiver that Darius Slayton, I think, I think Darius Slayton didn't play, and I think Shep didn't play because he's still rehabbing. Um, they've already cut a receiver uh, already. And well, they didn't cut him, they kind of released him on medical designation. So Jeff Smith, he gets his money, but he they released him due to he got injured. Uh, so he's gone. Um, offensive line is just in shambles. Evan Neal's hurt. Now I heard today he wasn't in the red jersey, so he's coming back slowly. But he was in concussion protocol, so we were. I was looking at the depth pieces, and I swear to God, man, somebody help me! <laughs> somebody help me! If one of the one of these players gets injured, Daniel Jones is screwed. And like, I'm sorry, like, um, I like when Ben Bredesen is the best of the bunch. EDC picked Ben Bredesen. No, well, the Giants have Ben Bredesen. I know, but he was an EDC pick. I know. <laughs> uh, and I just want to take one second here. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ferris. But, Jay, what do you mean on the back burner, man? This is before the first break. What's on the back burner? He's talking about and on the back burner. We have the Panthers and the Giants. We got a guest on to talk about it. It's before the break. This is top, top stuff here. And right. then you followed it up by asking a question about the Ravens. <laughs> yeah no i i tend to think that the that daniel jones is kind of screwed regardless of their their depth and you know, that he's just not a very good player uh i think that the giants have got he's, to figure he's out good. huh he's so, good he's good you, you can't even say it you can't he's even good. get the words out they're, they're sticking he's in your throat good good <laughs> but uh no they, they gotta they gotta figure out their wide receiver position um but they have a couple of of really really great pieces on offense uh with saquon and darren waller who are going to take a lot of the pressure off of uh, off of daniel jones and they have arguably arguably the best tackles in the league uh in thomas and, and evan neal 
right? Uh, when when healthy, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, Jerry's yeah. still out on Evan. He, yeah, but well, we kind of we are not all expect him to like because like yeah. Andrew Thomas wasn't great. Uh, no, he wasn't. He uh, he had yeah right? yeah. But, but, now, the, uh, but the level of talent that we know that Evan Neal has, we kind of expect that to be is with a, Willie a Anderson real this strength. Willie Anderson. I mean, you know, Cordero Patterson worked out with Jerry Rice's guy, but that didn't really help him out. But anyway, moving on, I, I noticed that uh, your 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 defensive coordinator, who you also have on loan from the Baltimore Ravens, uh, yeah. Mike Martindale, yeah. uh, he said that Micah uh, is it McFadden? Uh, Micah McFadden. Yeah, it may be in line to be uh, one of your starting inside linebackers. How do you feel about that? I liked him in the spots he played in. I think he was better than Jared Davis, and they chose Jared Davis of him. I don't know why, which made no sense to me. And I don't, and like now I don't see Jared, what Jared Davis is. He's gone. Now Michael oh, McFadden a, probably yeah, massive bust. Yeah, he and then Michael McFadden just I think stole his job. Uh, he, Michael McFadden's only competition was Darian Beavers, and Darian Beavers is coming off of an ACL injury, so he kind of had the inside track on um, the 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 the, the dual job with Bobby O'Karake. It was his mm-hmm. job. I thought it was his job to lose. Because his competition was Jared Davis and, and an ACL, a post ACL Darren Beavers. If Darren Beavers was fully healthy, I think he would have locked up that starting position very smooth. Because I, I was a big fan of him when he was at Cincinnati. That Cincinnati defense had four NFL players on it. The only one people talk about really is Sauce, but Sauce's yeah. cornerback mate, Kobe Bryant, as well as their defensive uh, end, Majay Sanders, was on that squad. And then in the middle, hankering the defense in the middle was Darren Beavers. And then he had uh, Ivan Pace Jr. as his backup, and so like they, they had they, they that was that squad, and I was so like, oh, we got Darren, yeah. Because so I they hear five, that yes. Ivan Pace is looking looking very good. Yeah, he's so, really. Yeah. I wanted to draft Ivan Pace, but Minnesota got him. Um, kind of like you know, tip our do- um, put our toe back in that Cincinnati pool, and you know, Luke Fickle linebackers, they're pretty they're pretty damn good. And Luke so, Fickle linebackers. Pace, how, um, how do you feel about uh, Wink? You know, this is a, you know, you got a year down. This is the second year, right, as your defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. How'd you how'd you think that first year went? Bro, they gave that man garbage and he made lemonade, bro. He <laughs> made a big like straight up like so like um Azizo Jalari wasn't playing for most of the year. Um um Kayvon missed like the first three to four games, and then he was trying to ramp trying to ramp it up. Um he had no depth at defensive tackle at all, so he kind of had to like get a little he's a blitz happy guy, so we blitzed a lot to like overcome our lack of pass rushing depth that's what you no. think now i i'm glad i'm glad um, listen, well, well listen, but but I, but i followed him when he was a raven but i'm i'm i'm, I'm ready i'm ready he, he's blitz happy and he, it, it backfires on him like i remember he blitzed everybody on the, was high on wink over here as well i yeah, don't think he's, he's a bad coordinator obviously like, no, like what yeah. he did what he did with you guys obviously you know you, yeah you're, you're you you, okay you, with you gave him fabian monroe his his fabian monroe was his his cornerback one yeah for like eight yeah. weeks and Fabian uh, Monroe looked like, hey man, you, you look pretty good. Good for you, I wanna, man. I want to see how you feel about it as, as you start to acquire more talent on the defense. How you feel about the the heavy blitzing? Oh yeah, right. no, it's it, no, no. Especially with Kayvon Thibodeau there. No, it backfired. No, see, here's the thing about his heavy blitzing with Kayvon Thibodeau. People look at Kayvon like, oh, look at those stats. It's horrible. It's because he doesn't he doesn't pass the rusher in a traditional pass rushing lane. He doesn't pass right. rushing like yeah, a defensive a defensive end's pass rushing lane is outside the tackle. That's where you get most of the sacks. But due to the fact that we're blitzing all the goddamn time, you have Kayvon, um, you know, cutting in, looping around. So he's not going to get sacks. So, like, the stats with Kayvon mean nothing to me because I'm like, he's definitely not going to get sacks, sacks with the blitzing. You you like, see that, right? But no, I see a, that. A, you know, a lot of fan base yeah. and even that organization might look at it when it comes time to pay him. Like, hey, 
<clears throat> you don't have the sex. This is exactly what happened with Judon. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, Judon never, you know, he he doesn't he he doesn't get double digit sacks, but he's a double digit sack caliber player. Just yeah. in the system, he doesn't get it. And now, you know, last two years he's had like 16, 17 sacks. You, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm so so I see it all the time. And then like he blitzed on a play where he was like, you know what, let me go man to man on Justin Jefferson. I'm like, how about you don't do that? And then we lost to Minnesota in the regular season. That that game that we lost, like we needed to stop them. It was, it was I think it was third and twelve. It was third and twelve, and they got thirteen yards. It, and it was a quick screen too. It was a quick screen, so it was a quick screen. He got thirteen. They kicked the sixty yard field goal and we lose. And but then you know, it, but everything is you know people are like oh but we beat them in the playoffs because Adoree Jackson man demanded him up. Yeah yeah he did he he did he kind of Justin Jefferson did not have a good game that day. You know he didn't, but. You can't keep blitzing all the time because, you know, no offense to Kevin O'Connell, you know, you know, his magic ran out. But guess what? Whose magic doesn't run out? Actual competent head coaches and offensive coordinators who are like, yeah, keep blitzing me. I know how to beat you. It's pretty easy. Um, if you if you, if we were blitz, like we're against the Niners week three. Mm. Kyle Shanahan's like, do it. Blitz, bro. Blitz. We dare you. You know, and, it, you know, if we could we beat them, you know, on a. Probably not. It's going to be a short week on a Thursday night in San Francisco. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, you know, but if we do cool, but yeah, he's, he over blitzes, bro. He over blitzes and the defensive coordinator or the defensive ends, their stats suffer because when they blitz, they have a random safety taking up their rush lane. So then Kayvon has to bounce in or loop around. So, and then in that, that time you want your defensive ends to just create havoc on the offensive line to collapse it. They kind of just like you're basically just running into grown men, just grown men running into each other and just kind of carrying them down and collapsing the line. You know, then Aziz Ojalari doesn't do that because he is like the, the traditional defensive end on the team. He doesn't get people rushing on his side, but he was injured most of the year. And we had Jihad Ward and Jihad Ward is a is a great another former Raven. Yeah, another former. Ward. He's a gr- he's a, he's a great run stopper and he sets the line. He you know, he controls the edge, but he doesn't get you sacks because right. Yeah. He knows the scheme where it's like, I'm not supposed to get the sack. The random blitzer that was sent is supposed to get the sack. So I need to just gap control and just do my job. I, and I then love, he does it very well. I love this this whole this whole statement you just did, right? Because you got people coming in now listening to you talk and th- and, ha- and and thinking this is this is 2021, 2020, and this this is the Ravens team because you got Wink. You got Jahal Ward, you know, you got you got all these former Ravens on your squad, right? And a lot of what you're saying is is what we were saying mm-hmm. at the time, right? So I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for it to bite me in the the derriere. I'm well, waiting for it. Well, listen, it's listen, gonna, and you know, and, if, and it bit me a couple times last year. Like it's gonna, you know. But here's maybe the thing it too, like it, maybe. here's the thing because I think Brian Dable's like there's moments where. He 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 threw a wrinkle in there. You're like, that's not a Wink Martindale wrinkle. That's a head coach saying, "Hey, don't blitz," type wrinkle. Yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah, because I think I think Brian Dayball is, you know, he's like the thing he's done is his staff is people like they're not his friends. He didn't he didn't he has one friend on the staff and that's Bobby Johnson, which I think backfired on us because not a lot of people are big fans of Bobby Johnson, the offensive um, the offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. They didn't like him in Buffalo when he was hired. We didn't like him at all. Um, Buffalo's, uh, you know, you know, the offensive line really didn't play well under Bobby Johnson. Uh, and I'm trying to keep it clean, man. Keep it clean. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
Yeah, so like he has Bobby's his one friend he brought from Buffalo. Caleb has great timing. Yeah, no, he, you know he he stays watching. And he just never, just never says anything. Um, but yeah, so Kafka wasn't his friend. Wink Martindale wasn't his friend. Like they they weren't friends. You know, I think he's gonna fire our, our special team coach. But uh, but special teams is about the players who are on special teams. You know, and we don't have good depth. And our our good depth is playing special teams who aren't very good. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we gave up a, a touchdown, uh, a kickoff return touchdown in the Detroit game. And yeah, it's not very hey, yeah. Is that my friend Erica watching the stream? What's up, Erica? Yeah, do Erica. Thanks for coming through. Uh-huh. All right, B. So, yeah, I, all that said, and thank you very much, Paris. I was very in depth uh, covering the Giants there. Nobody, nobody cares about the Giants. This game is all about Bryce Young. And the Panthers O-line bouncing back from a horrible, horrible, horrible day against, horrible. The, against the Jets. Yeah. Uh, I think that Panthers fans are uh, you know, on the brink of panic it is. After, after, after watching that. Uh, but the Jets had an extra – they had one playoff game or a preseason game under their belt already. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Panthers are putting a lot of new pieces together. Like I said, they got an entirely new coaching staff. You got a new quarterback. You got a, basically a new backfield. You got new wide receivers, um, and and a very young O line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that really all I want to see out of this out of this game, because I mean obviously the wins and losses don't really matter, but all I want to see is Bryce Young be you know vertical uh, after he lets go of the ball. Right, because every time he he dropped back to pass, he got hit against the Jets, and mm-hmm. you know I hope Wink does come out and and just blitz, 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 and really test that O line and see if they've if they've you know learned anything. They had a, a O line only meeting with Campin, who's the O line coach in Carolina, because he was very unhappy with with how that game went. I want to see if they got any of that corrected. Uh, you know, they had a, a lot of trouble picking up twists and you know stunts and things like that and, and they, they just looked confused uh, and then also there were times where they just got beat now that the jets are a very talented d-line oh, yeah. uh, and and the giants i think they they have a, a good bit of talent on their d-line as well so i think it's going to be another good test for them i believe i fully believe that they will show up better than they did in that jets game but we have to see how much better uh to kind of gauge where this season may be going because you know we kind of thought that the O line would be a strength for Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously after that first game, it doesn't look like it as much. Also, too, uh, I, you know the Jets D line, man they they run nine ten deep. Yeah, they, they run do. nine ten deep, they and um, they they're they're basically doing what the Eagles did last year. But I think the, with the Eagles, uh, yeah, like like the Jets are, and they have you know Quinn Williams, Jameer, uh, Jermaine, um, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald. The, f- the fourth, the rookie out of Iowa State, um, I think Nate Shepard, like, and they're being they're being you know like, what's the what was what was one of the one things that the Niners defenses they had a they had rotation on the defensive line, they had solid and and, and guess who their defensive coordinator was, Robert Sala. Robert Sala knows how to rotate. Yeah. So I think you know the I think the Carolina O line was screwed from the get go. Mm-hmm. I think you know you. You're not gonna face defensive lines like that every week in the NFL, Rodney. Like I think, no. I think, yeah. So like that was a, I was an anomaly, and you know it's preseason, so you're probably, you know, it's probably more relaxed. You know, the, I think, chill. I think, you know, new coaching staff, 
mm-hmm. um, new scheme. And yes, your first your first game was against the Jets with that D line. They're tense, right? And they know they played bad. That's why they had a not now players only meeting, an offensive line mm-hmm. players only meeting because they were embarrassed by that. And I agree. I I think they're gonna make sure they never play like that again. Right. And it's great that it happened in the first game of the preseason and not in the regular season. I think the O line's gonna be fine overall. You know, yeah. and I think I think they will show out in this game. They're gonna they're gonna protect a lot better. I think Bryce Young is gonna is gonna look good out there. I'm not sure how long he's gonna play because this is a, technically a, the dress rehearsal game, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you should get a, a better look at him. He, he needs the reps. He's yeah, a he he, yeah. So uh we should get I'm, a good look I'm at him. Looking at this defense, this just defensive line, man. Uh, Michael Clemens, John Michael Franks. Bryce Huff, Quentin Jefferson, Carl Lawson, Will McDonald, Tanzel Smart, um, Solomon Thomas, Quinn Williams, Al Woods. Yeah, y- y'all Solomon were. Thomas. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stop looking at the Jets D line because we got to get this moving. We're <laughs> All already right, over an yeah. hour. Uh, so we'll roll right in. We have one, I think one submitted question this week. Um, and due in part to the fact that I forgot to put up the post until oh, just a look at few that. Just a few hours ago. So, uh, Mr. J, if you want to submit your question late today, look, no, no, no. There, there ain't no, there ain't no grace for Mr. J. That that community post kicking Jay's ass. You put your <laughs> questions in Discord. Mr. Uh, okay, okay. First of all, first of all, uh, I, I just need to point out the community post isn't the only place where yeah. you can post questions. Okay, these so it's questions not really are really on me. If you think about it. Well, listen. Well, we should we should we should post it out on on Twitter or should, X or whatever it is. Sure. And, and no IG. We'll do a better job of letting you guys know for that. But there were multiple other places that you could have submitted. But so so just just so you know, because people are, are coming back to the show now. Yeah. Hey, people in here, hit that like button if you're new. Subscribe. But um, you know the community posts, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and even TikTok. You want DM DM us on TikTok? You can do that. You can send us an email, uh, lbhtshow at gmail.com. Those are all the ways that you can submit a question for the show. If we select your question to read on air, you get points. You only need a thousand points to enter our drawing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of drawing, I have not seen Chocolate Lady Cap in here. If anybody sees Chocolate Lady Cap, she won this month's drawing. Okay. All right. What is the yeah. question? Uh, I just want to say, maybe don't get in the habit of sending questions on Twitter because I don't know if you saw, but they're going to start uh, doing like an ID verification where you got to send in like actual identification. I'm not going to do that. So we may not be on Twitter very long. Or Blue uh, but, Sky, whatever is going to be next. Yeah. But our question we have from Jeremy if you had to change one NFL rule, what would it be? Uh, I know that you all have just seen this. So I'll give you a moment to, to think about it, and I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. All right, no uh, if I would have to change one rule, and we're just talking about the NFL in general, it's the salary cap, and it's just going away. No, no, I was gonna say, I, I just think that you know, it, 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 uh, obviously, it, it artificially uh, puts a ceiling on, on player salaries. And I don't like the fact. God damn, what's up, Sterling? I don't. <laughs> I don't like the fact that uh, it, it becomes a very convenient and easy excuse for teams not being aggressive in in actually trying to win, right. and that fans buy it, right? Uh, you know, fans will 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 do the the they'll defend the organization on that front, uh, so they don't even have to say it. 
you know, it's, it's all, well, we can't, we can't afford so-and-so we can't afford this player. We can't afford it. You can, uh, but you know, it's just about how, how badly your organization actually wants to go after that trophy. And most teams, they're not all in uh, for winning every year. So if I had to pick one thing, it would be getting rid of the salary cap and uh, tossing that excuse out uh, altogether. All right, Ferris. How much time we got, man? Because I got a list, bro. Listen, one. One. Okay. One. Okay, fine, fine, fine. The the one that I hate the most is the franchise tag. You are not allowed to do that. I think that's illegal practice. I I personally think that's that's illegal. Like yeah. I you gave me this contract. I did the contract. You have no right to like trap me. Like I'm, I did my contract and I want my new contract. I want my new money like that. Like, I think that's illegal. That should be well, illegal. To be like, fair, there's, there's, I think five ways that, uh, they can prevent you yeah. from, from hitting the free market after you complete your contract. So yeah, yeah there's I a franchise tag, there's a franchise tag, the transition tag, mm-hmm. um, the non fully guaranteed tag. Well, I was kind of in with the, with the franchise tag, but you have the, uh, unrestricted free agent tag which i didn't yeah. even know about until a couple of years ago that's uh, right then you have restricted free agency and exclusive rights free agency yeah so like 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 that that's that should be like that's not even that's not even like nfl illegal that should be labor illegal like that's like that's yeah. in like insanity like you gave me the contract i did my i did my job i did mm-hmm. the contract you 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 had a you had an option deal that's fine because for, for first round picks you get option deals i did my option year you know i i did i did my five years you are not allowed to franchise tag me you you either you give me my money or i go to the free market and i and i do like all these eco- economists and these business you talk about free market free market but when it's actually free market they cry moan and groan because mm-hmm. you don't know what an actual free market is a free market means that you get no patents you get no safety guards if you fail you fail your business is over but you know no we got to franchise tag people we got to keep them in constraints that's bullshit all right. I got a couple of uh, donations that I need to read here, both from Anonymous. Appreciate it. Uh, the first donation uh, says it's the same double standard the media uses with black players. I can't believe what my eyes are seeing. So to so to hear. Oh, so there must be an, another reason. But let Allen go off. And it's <laughs> is it him? And then Mahomes. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, going back to what we're talking about, uh, with at the with the Airbnb enemy, yeah, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. a double standard, we all know that, all right. Uh, the other uh, donation, and I appreciate that, says, Do you think reports of QBs throwing a lot of interceptions in training camp practices is a big deal or a stupid non story? I think it's a non story. I mean, the obvious, <laughs> I mean, we ain't gotta say QBs, we're talking about Lamar Jackson, right. If that story doesn't go come out, we're not talking about the other quarterbacks throwing interceptions. Mm-hmm. And as they already explained that that was a control situation where they're playing, they were running a specific third and long um, practice, right? Where the defense and our defense is very 15, good, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming that they're trying to throw for a first down on every play, and that limits what you can do. So you're very predictable, and when you're that predictable against a good defense. Yeah, you, like Marlon Humphrey said, you're scripted to lose, right? The defense is scripted to win, so it's not a big deal. But any any, no. any Lamar news is news. It's really funny because Ravens fans will tell you that there's no big deal. Uh, it's a non-story that Lamar threw all those interceptions, and then in the very next breath, we'll tell you, "Damn, 
y'all see Marcus Peters get them interceptions. I can't believe we didn't resign him. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, What's the problem? Yeah, man. It's whoa, big offseason. All right. So in line, in line with what you guys said, okay, uh, no salary cap, no franchise. I'm going to say no draft. Man, I think we just fixed the NFL. Yeah. So, also, too, get rid of that new overtime rule. That one's dumb. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's low on the list. But get one first. <laughs> All right. Get one. Get rid of the draft. You do not need the draft. We are conditioned to think that the draft is needed, it is not needed. All right. Um soccer all over the world gets this. Yeah, right? man. Literally. Literally. <laughs> everything that we said, everything that we said is what they don't have in soccer. And it's the world's biggest sport. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the players make literally billions of dollars and nobody's folding. Right, that you can pay. You can pay Neymar was four hundred million dollars for for two years. This is insane. Three twenty. This is insane. two years. Three twenty. It's three twenty mm-hmm. plus, plus half a million for social media posts. Yeah, yeah. If he does it, plus well, was a well, hundred something for for every win. No, no. So, so with, with soccer, uh, with the, the the soccer value is is weird. It's the contract you give the player, but also on top of it is the money you give the team. So. Yeah. He the contract is three twenty, but they gave Paris a hundred million dollars for him. So gotcha. it's so his value is four twenty, but his contract's uh, three three twenty. Right. So it's, yeah, with no tax, with no tax, and win bonuses. So and, so and a house gets, with twenty five rooms. A, well, yeah, a staffed mansion and, uh, three, and four cars. Yeah. Three twenty, no tax, is the equivalent of a six hundred fifty million dollar deal in in U.S in the u.s because these these teams these players when you see these contracts essentially they're, they're getting half of that yeah right um for two years now for two years imagine imagine a player even a basketball player getting 600 a 600 million dollar contract for two years so um i was i was uh i was watching a youtube video with dominic foxworthy foxworth 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 not foxworthy foxworth where he talked about the true value of an athlete. Yeah. And they were talking about Steph Curry's value to the NBA and how much how valuable he is to the, the Warriors and the NBA and other teams because if he's worth to the Warriors 600 million dollars, right? So the Warriors get that, but he also is valuable to the league overall, so the, the overall to the league is another value. But then he's also valuable to other teams because guess what happens when he comes to town? Right. Mm. How much value does he bring it to you? You know, so like I think like he is worth like eight hundred million dollars, almost a bit like a billion dollars. Yeah. Steph Curry is. So like now imagine you know LeBron's worth a billion, you know. Yeah. So like, and you know like in these contracts where it's like Steph Curry gets three hundred million dollars, it's still a discount. <laughs> it's still a discount. A if you th- a big a old big discount, because these because because. The, you want to watch the player, man. It's all about the player. But the NFL, they did they did a great thing early on. They made you not care about the player. They're like the player doesn't matter. The 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 emblem on his helmet matters. Right. You know, and, and we everyone does this. When your favorite player leaves your team, do you leave? No. You're, well, yeah, you're, it's just because you're wearing the helmet. You don't even I mean, most, yeah. most NFL fans, you don't even know what those guys look like. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. years, for years. I didn't know who, who what Justin Tuck's face looked like. Justin Tuck was my favorite giant, and then he finally took off his helmet once, and I was like, "Who, who, who was that?" 
Oh, my bad. And just as an aside, uh, and this is more of a personal thing, uh, how how poor a job baseball does of marketing their players, I still don't know what Mike Trout looks like. Uh, <laughs> I, I have seen multiple posts where they're like, hey, here's four pictures. One of them is Mike Trout. Can you guess who it is? And I've seen that you know, five, six, seven times, and I still don't know what he looks like. This, this is funny because, no, I agree with B. Like, they've posted pictures of him, and they do those memes, like, which one is Mike Trout? And I laugh because I'm like, yeah, I know what J.J. Watt looks like. Yeah, I know what this player looks like. But then I'm like, but is it Mike Trout? Like, one of these guys is him. Right. right. For, for, for 10 years, baseball was telling you Mike Trout's the greatest baseball player of all time. <laughs> But no one knows who how he looks like. You're <laughs> telling right, me, me, you know what I mean? So. Let me read this donation from Anonymous. Appreciate you guys with the donation. It says, yes. you watch when Lamar goes off, they're going to give all the credit to Monkey for coaching up the player and keeping it simple for him Absolutely. at the line. Uh, but if there's, a, if there's some issue with winning, it'll be on the QB for not getting better. This is oh it's and rob thank you and rob appreciate that yeah uh you know this is this is you know lamar's such a special case right i think definitely he'll get some credit and yeah you should get some credit if you do a good job i don't think it'll be overboard with it i mean it could be i could be wrong but it was well documented even through the media how bad giro was right i mean you had you had people doing whole segments on how bad his and predictable his play calling was. So I think they'll definitely point out how there's a stark difference between him and Giro. To to be fair, that happened later, right? When Lamar won MVP, it was oh man, they built this offense around Lamar. Yeah. You know, and what a great job they did tailoring this system to Lamar. And Lamar can't play in other systems. They 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 did what what they needed to do to make Lamar successful. Uh, yeah, and then once everything w- w- was falling apart, then you know you had some of the younger people in the media go really going after G Row and you know Kurt Warner and Steve Smith and uh, some other analysts. I, I think that if if Lamar has a great season, which I expect that he will, I think Todd Munkin is going to get a a, a ton of the credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Despite right. the fact that he's already won an MVP award. All right, let's let's get moving. I, let me read this from Akeem real quick. So it's not sure if this was discussed, but did anybody see Lamar uh, uh, off on the deep ball today in practice with OBJ? I did not. Oh yeah, so um, so it was a little short. Odell had to fall to the ground and catch it, but that was like one pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the clip. Here. He underthrew it a bit. Yeah, but, but he, Odell still caught it because. I don't, know, I don't know how we. I don't know because he Odell Beckham Jr. But that's and, that's that's why it was important yeah. to get talent around. Yeah. your great quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That about Demarcus Robinson that hits the ground. Yeah, and like people, yeah, like like yeah, he was it, it was it was a bad throw. It was underthrown. The receiver saves the catch and he catches it. That's fine. You know, I think it's a non-story because Patrick Mahomes is. I've seen Patrick Mahomes literally throw the ball ten feet above people's heads, and people just like move on. Yeah, they, yeah. They, don't, they don't point out bad throws for, for yeah. quarterbacks with great wide receivers. I mean, case in point, uh, I don't really hear people talk about what a what a bad throw, that fourth down throw to Justin Jefferson was. Uh, it was in the hands of the defender, and Justin Jefferson grabbed it with one hand and ripped it back 
to, to get the first down. And it wasn't, man, that was a terrible throw from Kirk Cousins. It was what a catch by Justin Jefferson. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins is the, is the luckiest average quarterback in the history of the NFL. He just keeps getting showered with showered with talent and contracts. Yeah. <laughs> fully guaranteed contracts because he played on the franchise tag back to back years. He got yeah sixty million dollars. He makes me sick. Fully right. guaranteed. Let's pick this up because this is this is I, I can see this already getting dangerously close to two it's, hours. Yeah, it's already um look, to the NBA next. Okay, we're gonna go to NBA, but first uh you see right below fair is patreon.com slash lbht show. All right, that's where you can find our overtime show. And what is the topic for tonight's overtime show? All oh, the blind side. Oh shit. Oh, it looked like Michael he was blindsided. Oh, oh zing, got him. <laughs> it's gonna be the title of the documentary when it comes out. <laughs> we all know it. We all know it. Um, uh, Mike, you, you see Michael Orr, who we all know and love in Baltimore, and the two disgusting people standing next to him. We're gonna, who are his adopted uh, parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna discuss that in the overtime show and in a couple other uh, topics as well. So if you want to be a part of that, go to Patreon.com/slash/LBHT show. If you have as little as five dollars, do you have five dollars in your pocket? You do. Then you can be a part of the overtime show. Go hit that link or type it in and uh, be a part of the conversation. All right. But yes. speaking of liars, uh, we're going <laughs> to transition right to another big liar uh, out in Philly by the name of Daryl Morey. Who, According uh, to Harden. James Harden said is a liar and he'll never, never be part of an organization with him again despite this being the second organization that he's at with Daryl Morey. Uh, James Harden wants out of Philly. Uh, and they said that Joel Embiid has spent all summer trying to convince him to stay, and Harden wants no part of it. He wants to go and play for the Clippers. Uh, Philly engaged the Clippers in, in in you know trade talks, and the Clippers were like, yeah, man, um, I'll, give you, I'll give you my change. Uh, you ain't you ain't getting you ain't getting no no valuable players. You ain't getting no valuable picks. But if you want somebody who's gonna who's gonna ride that bench, you can send James over. And Philly was like, that's not why I called you. Uh, so they broke off talks with with the Clippers, and now James is saying he still wants to go to L.A., but he is open to going to other teams. He's just not yeah, playing no for Philly. <sighs> Ferris, what, what's your what's your thoughts on this? James Harden's a loser, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's a loser, bro. I'm sorry. Like I'm dumb. Like you're he's a straight loser, bro. Hey, I'm done. James bro. Harden in a few seconds online the other day sold ten thousand bottles of his wine. So James is doing just fine. All right. He's yeah, well, every NBA player has a bottle of wine. They probably all suck, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't As matter. A, he he's not drinking ten thousand bottles, he sold ten thousand bottles well, in one order. Are, as a as a Brooklyn Nets fan, I'm just sitting here, just just, just sipping my water, you know. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, and like it's, another it's like, like and you can't like you can't say like James Harden never had like good teams around him at every yeah. inning. Like he he's a he's like a legitimate like like in the context he is the definite like dude's a loser. Dude's a loser, bro. Yeah, but I, I I would and, okay, and I've, I've told Jose this for a long time. He did. Uh, I. They, he doesn't care about winning in the NBA. No, he doesn't. No, he, no, wanted, no. he wanted to be MVP and he went out and he got that. You know, he worked hard and he earned that MVP trophy. He doesn't care about winning a championship. 
And so, you know, that's why he, he gasses out in the playoffs because he's not really in shape, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he kind of chokes. He doesn't, he shrinks from the moment. I don't think he wants that pressure. And the way um, he played basketball yeah. wasn't very, he, he, he was a, he, he, he foul, he foul chased. He wanted to go to the line and shoot 25 free throws a game. That's what he wanted. And to be fair, they all want to get to the line every yeah. time they go into the into the and lane. The refs, and the refs better, gave him it. Yeah, he was better yeah. at, at getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that that we can't you can't put that on James. He worked yeah. the system uh, to to Good his point. advantage. Okay, but, yeah, it, but it's not it's not like it's not like he doesn't have the talent. We know he has the talent to to put up those numbers without getting mm-hmm. to the free throw line. If he, yeah. if he if he you know wanted to, it's fifteen uh, ten one time he did. It's just you know, yeah, and like bro, like he he's he's Ben Simmons to me, where uh, they love what basketball gives them, they love it, but they don't love basketball. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. yeah, it's it's um okay. it's, no, it's funny, it's it. a job to him. He yeah. thinks it's a job, it's whatever, a job to you know, like in it, at, sports is a little weird because you know they everyone's doing their job, right? But like, but at the end of your job season, there's something that everyone wants, and if you don't get it, some people think you're a failure, but you're just doing your I'm just doing my job. James Harden's yeah. like, Oh, I'm just doing my job. I don't Listen, care. I'll, I'll tell you what, the the and, and this is myself included, the people who bag on professional athletes for not winning championships at the end of the year, we ain't getting no awards at work either. All right. Because exactly. we go to work for the paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The benefits. Wait, and, hold you, on. and you fight for that, you know, end of the year bonus, and sometimes you don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to just and Rob had a question about our Patreon. It says you keep saying it's just five dollars, but you have to actually pay to give through Patreon. No, you just pay the it's five dollars a month, right? You have different tiers, you know, five, ten, twenty, even a sixty dollar tier if you're a content creator. But yeah, it's a it's a monthly thing. Yeah, you go through Patreon and and you pay it. You know? Uh you know, if if um Yeah, we weren't saying like if you literally have five dollars in your pocket, you can join. Like you have to give us the five. Right. So I mean yeah, I mean, you want to meet me somewhere and slide me five? I mean, we can we can talk about it. We can we can you know, arrange something. <laughs> um, listen, uh, you hit the nail on the head with James Harden. Both of you, um, he's a player that doesn't care about winning. Um, as a Brooklyn Nets fan, you know, um, you know, I, I don't even feel any way about it because you know, Damn, we had man. we had we had no because look, Harden, look, we had Harden, KD, and Kyrie. We had. We had three of the worst, most talented players in the league, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two that that don't care about winning at all, and you have one in KD who wants to win, but he's not a leader, and you know he just wants to hoop. He just wants to hoop, right? He needs he needs to be on a on, on a strong team that's going to tell him, no, this is what it is, right? KD loves basketball. Yeah, that's it. Like he just wants to hoop. And I, I think, like I think, yeah. And I, I think, I don't think the Nets are a weak organization. Like when all this is going on, people are laughing at, at them or whatever. I think the Nets just do things differently, right? They expect you to be an adult and it, you know, they got three, three guys that didn't act like adults and they said, okay, fine. You know, we're not going to make a big deal about it. You want to move on. You can move on. And look, man, you know, Philly's window is closed now, right? That that's it for oh, Philly. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, and I'm saying you try to get through Patreon, but it wanted to start a subscription. Yes, that that's what. If you're not familiar with Patreon, uh, that is a site where you you go to essentially, yeah, you subscribe, membership, to support 
the you know content creators you know youtubers podcasters i mean what anybody can go on to start a patreon but yeah it is a, it is a subscription service it's uh the lowest year that we have is five dollars a month but if you just want to get into like the discord i mean essentially I, I probably shouldn't say this but essentially you can sign up for the one month and then cancel and you'll be in the discord we don't really kick people out of the discord yes. uh but yes patreon is a it's a subscription model uh yeah. so that we're not kind of beholden to youtube and in uh you know, or the whims of YouTube, I should say. Right. Correct. Correct. Um, and it's well worth the $5. So don't even worry about that. Okay. Um, but yes, no, um, I, Philly, their windows closed. Kyrie. I, I'm, I'm surprised that they'd be signed Kyrie and Dallas. I mean, it, they, they went from a third seed to out of the playoffs with him and, they, and Luca did not seem particularly happy that he was there. Right. I'm not surprised. Like they, they had no other move. Yeah, and you, know, and you can't you can't just let Kyrie walk and be like, "Hey, Luca, uh, we didn't pay Jalen Brunson, and now we we let his replacement walk, so it's just you again." You cannot sign him. <laughs> you can say, <laughs> I, "I get it." I, yes, yeah, it, it, you didn't have a lot of great options, but yeah, I I, I did kind of snicker at that one though. I did kind of snicker at that one just because Harden and and Kyrie. Well, I mean, they all they all made a made a big thing about it leaving Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn was mistreating them or something like that, right? They weren't. Um, give him everything and for for harden to leave and he made some comment too once once you know everything happened with Kyrie and kd and and, and we shipped them out he made some little little comments like oh yeah you know it wasn't it wasn't just me no it is you it, it is you and you did the exact same thing that you did in houston you the same thing you did in brooklyn and now you're doing it to philly right because all it is is you you had your fun you're not having fun anymore and you want to leave asap yeah. Yeah. Okay, and Rob. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if we're, if we're not understanding what you're saying, but yeah, you can hit us up uh, on Twitter at LBHT Show, or uh, if you want to send us an email, LBHT Show at gmail.com, or uh, you know, Instagram, or even I guess TikTok. I don't know if they have DMs on TikTok, but anywhere you know, it's at LBHT Show, so you can hit us up wherever. Yeah, man, Philly. It's oh. my friend Antonio. All my friends are coming through the stream tonight. <laughs> What's up, Antonio? This, that this like is that this, this is you know, this, this is my friend, man. We know each other since high school, man. Uh, thanks for coming through. He says, What up, peeps? I know y'all moved past the Ravens, but I'm excited for this year. Hey, salute to you, man. Salute to you. I'm excited too. I'm also, too, man. Philly, you know, 0 for 2 with for Joel and Bede running mates. They should have yeah. kept. And, and, guess, and guess what? Guess what? Joel's part of the problem, but they don't really want to admit that. He is. I, you know, he's I'm late. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also believe he's lazy, he's out of yeah. shape. And I don't think he's lazy. He's oh, I mean, I guess you could call it lazy. He he does, he's not he's not in the best shape. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, 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 he's lazy in his off time. Yeah, yeah. which I, sounds which sounds crazy to nah, say. Dude, right? I don't video. I don't do work when I'm off the clock. Yeah. Either, you know, um <laughs> do, do y'all remember that video of him eating the hamburger right before the game on the training on the training table? I mean, dude was hungry. Marshawn with eat skittles on the sidelines, leave him, leave him alone, man. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Chad Johnson, you know, he's one of the best receivers of his generation. I don't he believe anything McDonald's. that comes out that man's mouth, man. Eating yeah. McDonald's. All right, yeah. let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. We're at an hour and a half. We well, got one combat. more thing about this too. Um, he he also he insulted Daryl Morey in China, another yeah. layer. That's why that's why the yeah. crowd was cheering. Yeah, another layer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. We've got the combat corner, and my goodness, listen, I know that uh, we all used to be big fans. I, I wouldn't even say fans, but we all used to love watching Conor McGregor fight. Uh, he's one of the biggest stars in in all the combat sports, not he's just gold, in the UFC. Man. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he was a mega star 
if Connor was doing something, you wanted to watch it. You wanted to be part of it. Uh, and then, you know, he, he had his fight with Floyd. He made more money than he'd ever made in UFC. Uh, he sold his whiskey, made a bunch of money off of that. And, you know, he, he had that horrific injury against uh, Dustin Poirier. And, you know, I mean, then he had the scene after the injury where he was laying on the ground, you know, kind of trying to taunt Poirier still. And it was, it was just a bad look all around. And after uh, his life. Yeah. And now, you know, he, he hasn't fought in a long time. Uh, he's talking about coming back and he's kind of put it out there that he wants, <laughs> he wants three fights to close it out. Get ready um, for this guys. It, I mean, when you hear this lineup, you're just, uh, it's going <laughs> to be, he wanted, uh, I forget who he's Michael Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been the long rumored comeback fight. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and beat on the brain dead guy for a while. Uh, then he wants Justin Gaethje who publicly said, I'm not fighting a steroid user. Um, and then he said, he wants to close it out. If you can believe it now, not Charles, Charles Oliveira, who's the number one, uh, ranked fighter in that division, not, uh, Makachev, who is the actual champion in that division. And I think what number two, uh, pound for pound overall in the UFC. He said he wants to close it out with the trilogy fight against the dude who just got beat by Jake Paul in a boxing match, Nate Diaz. Wow. Are you guys excited about that? Are you ready? Are you- yes. Are you ready to spend your $80 on that? Three times. Three times. Listen, <laughs> if you're sitting there, if, you, if you're sitting there right now saying, who are these people? Okay, well. All right, that's, AJ, that's, that's nice. Thanks for coming through. Thanks, AJE. Um, look, man, nobody cares about those fighters, right? Nobody. I mean, Conor McGregor is still a name, so like, yes, he he'll sell, but I mean, that's just him saying, "I'm I'm pretty much done. I'm not really trying to fight." You know, like I just want to go out there and and fight some guys that are going to fight my style. They're not going to try to take me to the ground and 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 put me to sleep. <laughs> Right. We can keep it standing up. And, you know, I've been practicing boxing enough to feel like I can I can land some good shots. And, you know, if not, that's fine. I can go drink my whiskey and, and, and it's all good. Don't pay for that. Ladies and gentlemen, don't support this nonsense. UFC, they're they're down bad right now. OK, like they, they're they're running through these fights way too quick. Their legends are are leaving or retiring. Mm-hmm. And they they just don't have anything that's really that's that's really getting the casual fan interested in the sport. And we talk about the casual fan a lot because you hear that term casual fan, like you know, hardcore fans, you know, say that as as a diss, but casual fans are what make the sport go. Boxing and and MMA. Mm-hmm. Casual oh. fans are what are what grow the sport. And yeah. names like fights like this doesn't get anybody interested. I could not care any less about any one of those fights i i I don't i wouldn't even watch those for free if i'm being honest like maybe the michael chandler one i would i would i I, I can't i i would find something better to do i don't like watching michael chandler fight period so that's not even a a connor thing necessarily i I don't like michael chandler but why would i want to see you fight nate diaz again why would i want to see you get knocked out by justin gaethje yeah uh, Killer yeah. Killer Cam says, "Yeah, they're making more money now than ever, so they won't listen. They're making more money off of the ESPN deal. I don't think ESPN is making money off of this deal, 
right? And I and they don't have to listen, but I, I bet you ESPN is looking at the ratings. They're looking at these pay-per-views, and they're saying we're definitely not re-upping. They have another MMA league, PFL, that that you know PFL is investing a lot of money into building that up. Uh, and they have they, they have a good they have a cool concept of playoffs and yes, you know you win a certain way you get points and there's still a few years left on this UFC deal, but uh, my guess is they won't be on ESPN after that. And they they may be making more money overall, uh, but I know that their biggest fights are well in the past, like their their biggest pay per views, and then most of them, to be fair, involve Connor, right? Uh, All of them, involved. but I mean, yeah, but it, except it, it's UFC, just, except UFC 100. It's just now, this is this is true, Killer. Uh, they they are they are merged with WWE. That that's gonna make them yeah. some money, yeah. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and Endeavor Endeavor's winning in in the long run. Yes. UFC isn't winning. Endeavor's winning because of their diverse portfolio. Because Endeavor also owns De- uh, WME IMG, the talent agency production company that represents The Rock, Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Like like, it's, it's insane. Uh- Kill says that uh, Dana's more invested in power slap now than the UFC, <laughs> which he he may actually be. I, yeah. He's not. Uh, he wasn't named to the board for you know after this merger. But power slap, they're gonna get somebody killed over there. Of course, he wasn't named to the board, right? Like something like this happens, and you have to have a board. Like, of course, Dana's not gonna be on it. <laughs> like, you're the cartoon character. You're 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 you can be a CEO, whatever name we give you. But no, you can't make any real decisions. Hell no, you're a fanboy. Yeah, right. Um, they're gonna they're gonna um, Steve Jobs him real quick. Listen, he's not he's not he was never in a Steve Jobs position. He had a title, but he was never yeah. he never he he was never a, a decision point. maker for UFC. Right, the yeah. Fertitas own UFC. Lorenzo so he, was Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll stay in this position as long as he wants to, because you know that's that's safe for them. And as long as they see, you know, value in, in, in him being that character, that's that's fine. But no, he'll never be on on any decision making board. And in the in the and him just blatantly bl- just like disregarding being oblivious of the of the Duplessis Israel Adesanya situation of him saying, I don't give a shit. I don't care if it's racial, whatever. Yeah. I mean, let them hate each other racially. I don't care. Well, really, what, what he want to say is good. <laughs> yeah, because he knows it's gonna be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Was you got something else, B? Uh, no, just the trivia question, and uh, yep, let's hit it. Let's get let's out of it. here before the two hours. Uh, uh, and, and before that, okay. Before before we get to that, all right. If you like what B's wearing, if you like what I'm wearing, okay. Here's where you can get it: lbhtshow.com/slash/shop. That and a lot more merch, and we're going to be updating that pretty soon. Also, if you just go to lbhtshow.com, you can sign up for our newsletter. Um, we haven't put it out yet, but um, get on the waiting list, and you can get a free, a easy 1,000 points just for signing up for the newsletter. All right? So go over to lbhtshow.com for the newsletter, lbhtshow.com slash shop for the merch. All right, go ahead, B. Yeah, so for the trivia question, uh, as we've mentioned, we're doing the loyalty points. Uh, we have a trivia question every week. The first three to answer correctly get 1,750 and 500 points, respectively. Uh, this one, I think, is a little bit more difficult. might require just some, some flat-out guesses on your part. But who 
Uh, who who's given? I can hear you pulling out your keyboard to Google it. Oh my God, man! Be no, discreet. I'm gonna type it in the chat. Be discreet and don't blurt it out, Ferris. Let them. Not. Okay, this is for points. Okay, look, Jay is. If if you if you type this in the chat, if you exclamation points, if you type that in the chat, one of our stream bots will tell you how many points that you currently have. The it's first thing people way. to get this right. I'm ready. <laughs> the on, first man. three people that get this answer right get points. All right. All right. So what team in the NFL gave up the most passing yards in a single season? What team gave up the most passing yards in a single season in the NFL? Okay. All right. Um I have a guess. <laughs> Start putting your answers in there. This is a guess. This is I have I, two I, guesses. Yeah, you okay. yeah, you have two guesses. You have two Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Saints. Okay, okay. Uh let's see. We've got uh Detroit, Saints, Lions, Ravens, Texans, Cardinals, Falcons, Cowboys. You can't answer twice, Ferris. Uh, Buccaneers, <laughs> Green Bay, Cleveland, Tampa, Washington, the Saints, the Cowboys. We do have a correct answer in the chat. All right, we don't have put, we don't have three. We don't have three. We so have keep putting your answers in. Keep putting your answers in there. We'll give you a, a couple more seconds. So uh, if the Saints one is not correct, go with the Cowboys one. <laughs> Ferris, you're not, to, you're not supposed to help them. He's talking about himself. I'm talking about uh, myself. I don't care uh, about them. <laughs> Well, no, you got it wrong. Sorry, you're out. How do you know? Because you're at, first of all, you're 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 participating in the show. You can't you can't get points. Oh, wait, so when has that been second, a thing? Second, second of all, you answered <laughs> you answered it wrong. Right, both times. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> both, times. both times. All right. Uh, yeah. So still, I was, I was wrong either way. Okay. Oh. This this won't help you either, Chris. You have to pick one: Ravens or Jets. <laughs> we still have one correct answer, uh, so we'll give that another minute before we uh, reveal the correct answer. Yes. Uh, while, while while they're doing that, I'll uh, say I'll say that I'll give it just a hint. Okay. It's not someone you think of as a traditionally bad defense. Okay. All right. All right. Now. Um, after this trivia time, we're going to wrap up the show and we're going to head over to the overtime show where we'll be discussing Michael Orr and those terrible, terrible people standing next to him. Like, Tui's. huh? The Tui's. The Tui's. Yeah. They're awful people. And I never, I never fell for it, by the way. Right. When the blind side came out, when I first saw uh, the trail for that, I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. All right. Yeah. Michael Orr has has been very vocal about how much he despises that movie and how it portrayed him, right? Yeah, um, it was that movie was the first movie I ever watched where I heard the phrase "white savior" movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. Don't don't say too much now. We're going to get into it in the, in the overtime show. You, you join us for the overtime show? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, we're we're going to discuss. I'll, I'll that. talk. I'll talk about how Dominic Fox, Foxworth has been on the Dan Lepetard show like the entire week and they, they talked about that and he was michael Orr's teammate in baltimore yeah i wonder how espn feels about that doesn't he still work for espn for, for, uh, yeah he does and he spent a lot of time with, with the ops 
<laughs> well, it's yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the preseason. He, he I love it. You know, yeah. I think he he should be. They they should sign him when his contract is up. He should, well, he should be the well, middle Bo, Bo's free. Yeah, I I think he might end up over there too. Yeah, Pablo's right. over there already. So we're gonna go ahead and cut it off now. I'm gonna okay. reveal the the answer to the trivia question of what NFL team gave up the most passing yards in a single season. Uh, we did have a couple of correct answers. It was I don't know why they used this person's picture, but uh, that's just kind of their thing. The Green Bay Packers. In 2011, gave up 4,988 yards. Now, you can see it at the bottom there, but if you look at the top five, the Baltimore Ravens are second. In 2021, 4,986 yards, but but also an extra game, Paris, to be fair. Uh, So nobody's actually given up 5,000 yards. I was a little bit surprised by that, but it was... In fact, again, the Green Bay Packers in 2011, the worst pass defense of all time. Now, how um, how has it, nobody's getting up 5,000 yards, but we have 5,000 yard uh, passers? Well, because, you know, it's, you're not playing Drew Brees every week. You know, you're not playing Solos every week. So it's oh, yeah, just yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that defense giving them up. Yeah, uh, so yeah, congratulations yeah. to Hendo and Killer Cam, who both got it correct. Uh, so you'll have the 1,750 points. You know what? I might uh I might even just break up that five hundred and give them an extra two fifty a piece. Oh, okay. That's All right. I guarantee good. you they googled it. I don't care. You tried to Google it too. You googled it and still got yeah, it. I know, wrong. but y'all, but yeah, but y'all shame. I didn't Google it. That's the thing. Oh, uh, okay. We saw your screen light up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my second. Like, screen. Yeah, because I, 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 I was I was checking. <laughs> Trust me, if I cheated, I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> you admit that you cheated? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> If you if uh, if I get caught, I'm like you know what? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, Ferris, what you got going on, man? Where can people find you, guys? Uh, Let's get ready. Network Entertainment Channel. Uh, today we just dropped our winning time review. Um, it's season two, uh, winning time, the rise of the dynasty, as well as the highlight highlights channel. Uh, Friday three o'clock Pacific. Me and Caleb do NFC East. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and um, smattering of you know commanders, probably some Eagles stuff, and general NFL news, as well as uh, my new show, The Open Table, every Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, um, on the entertainment channel, where we invite the guests and the general audience to our weekly dinner party. All right, all right, that will uh, be on next week. Yes, there was the um, next week. Next week, you guys will be on, yes, sir. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, everybody. That came no one likes through. you, Jeremy. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Jeremy. Don't listen to him. Um, yes, good friends. He says good friends, better rivals is a good show. To bully Ferris about the Giants. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming through. Um, look, football is, I mean, we're, we're here. Okay? We back. got preseason games. It's back. It's back. And um, uh, look, we're going to be doing some um, – Post game shows, well, when the season starts, you know, like we did last year. Look, we're gonna have some other stuff in store for you. So keep supporting, keep following. Um, and once again, you know, uh, a good way to support us uh, on a consistent basis is patreoncom show. All right. Um, and we've we've shown you guys every donation that you guys make um, goes right back into the show. Goes and it goes into events like the the roundup meet and greet. Great time. 
Um, we're going to have some more events like that uh, in the future, possibly the near future. Okay. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but all right, B, are you ready? Ready. B is ready. Uh, patrons, get ready. The overtime show is starting soon. Everybody else, thank you very much. Have a great night, and we will see you next time. Peace.